This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Say a quick thank you directly to Jeffy Sweat Glands, uh, who uh, does such fine work uh, in soaking him in uh, flop sweat uh, mm. that makes it so we have to keep this studio at 12 degrees all the time. So that every day after the show, I have to sit out in my car, which is currently baking in 98 degree temperatures. Mm-hmm. So it's like a 130 in there. And I sit in there for about a half hour. And about at that point, I get thawed out. So thank you, Jeffy, for this. Well, first of all, you're welcome. Uh, I have nothing to do with it. No, your sweat glands are responsible. Because if we keep it at anything above 32 degrees in here, you will be cover- You will be- you will look like you just went down a water slide. <laughs> that is true. It's a thousand degrees outside. Mm, yes, that is but true. We're too. inside. Why do you always make that argument? We are inside a building. I know, which would be hotter if we didn't use the technology we have to cool the air. I agree. We should use it. We just shouldn't use it like this. Okay? It shouldn't be actually snowing. In, well, there are areas look, it's not right snowing. It's only snowing intermittently, Stu. Don't exaggerate. Yeah, we got a trace over in the, uh, in the northern we got corner. six inches over by the vault. <laughs> 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 it is unbelievable. And it's your it's oh really, my gosh. It, you sit really on your little today. warmer really blanket and you've got your little heater thing behind you. I, this doesn't do enough work for me, this this heater. It's, it's not powerful enough. You can kind of see mm. it behind me. And they usually don't show uh, this part of the uh, of the set. But, your little uh, secret's out. I don't care if people Stu's know. a sissy. I mean, you should... Oh, don't even give me that. You are freezing already. Today, I'm freezing, so. but I don't... You, go ahead and show behind me. There is no heater there. No, you've decided to not take uh, obvious steps uh, to make your life better. And Why? That's fine. Because I'm a man. I'm a man. Like, men don't need to be tortured, okay? Uh, okay. Unless you're tortured. Shopping. And I will say this, uh, by the way. I'm, I'm kind of rethinking this whole uh, be nice to Jeffy thing. Are you? Tomorrow. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's possible, honestly. Well, I don't, I don't know if I want it. Why would we want this? This is a bad thing for society. We're saying, hey, tomorrow. it's like April Fool's Day. Tomorrow we're going to lie a lot. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow we're going to tell you a lot of <laughs> false things about Jeffy that are positive. I will say this. I might be, might be, might be willing to go to 
be neutral on Jeffy Day. Well, I thought originally yeah. that was. I thought originally that was. What I think it's it, turned it is. into. It's not. No, be it, nice to no, Jeffy, it which I'm a, big, which I'm a fan nice. of. I'm fine with. No, I think. I believe it, it. But originally it was just an insult-free day. Right? Where's the clock? Do we have the clock? Because the clock, I believe, the countdown clock says. Uh, we, you know, be nice to Jeffy Day, and right. I would like the clock to be altered to be neutral. I mean, that's Jeffy. the Facebook uh, fan page too of you know, be nice to Jeffy, the annual first annual. It's not so annual. Like, it's not it is annual. not annual. It's a one-time deal. It will take yeah. a superhuman effort to do one day. It will not happen again. And I, I, the superhuman effort will be completely expended. We'll leave it all on the field tomorrow. <laughs> Leave it all in the studio tomorrow. And I will say this. Considering right now we're doing what we would normally do and tell the truth about Jeffy. Uh, and all what, the that he's fat? And the horrible and stupid. things that are, are, okay. are related to Jeffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, I feel fine about that today. After tomorrow, holy crap on Friday, am I going to let loose? Because Friday, all, you know what? It's going to happen off mm-hmm. the air. Yeah. It's not going to be for the audience. <laughs> it's going to be for you, Jeffy. I want you to know that. I'm saving it for Monday. Yeah, that's going to be a I day of days. I, well, we can do Monday too, but I can't say. I yeah, can't save. Day of days. So anyway, tomorrow save. is the day, the first annual, which is not annual. Uh, <clears throat> be nice or be neutral to Jeffy Day. I mean, so we had some interesting questions. Can we can we address these real quick? We got an, uh, an interesting tweet from a, a listener earlier today that asked. Is it possible for listeners to call up and insult Jeffy during this? That's program? a really good question. I think uh, we can't control the call. So if people happen to call in and say, like, "Hey, I want to talk about Donald Trump," and they get on the air and they go, "Hey, by the way, uh, Jeffy's a drug dealer," uh, right? Whatever it is, whatever it is, any insult, we can't stop that. We should be clear Mm -hmm. in advance Mm -hmm. that we are unable to stop that. Really, that's what you're going. That's where you're going to go now. Well, we don't know what they're going to say, Jeffy. How are we supposed to? That's what, now, what, you're what, begging now, for people to call. Now, I, I, we, I'm not Sad. begging for anything. Sad. I just said someone asked for that, which they did. And my, <laughs> my, my answer to that is I, I don't think we can stop it. However, we would discourage it. So if someone were to call up and just say. It would be a shame these phone lines don't work, won't it? Well, yeah, it would be. I mean, no, you know, it would be a shame. But if someone calls up and, and uh, does insult you during the Be Neutral to Jeffy Day, we would, of course, discourage that outwardly, Pat. Right? We, we, yes. would, we will say that to yes. the caller. Say, no. do not do we that. We can't condone that. Stop calling Jeffy fat. Uh, we won't even well, say that. I don't know if it'll I... be that way. I mean, you know, we can't be mean to the listener. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But we'll say uh, you know we I mean? would appreciate it if yeah. on today of all days you would have a uh, you would lie about this guy. Oh, obviously we can't control their actions, and we would no. remind them of that. Are we collectivists? <laughs> Are we big government guys? Are we big government guys? No, now, certainly uh, they have their freedom, and yeah, we'll have speech. to remind them that you have freedom of speech obviously, in this country. We still like the Constitution <clears throat> on being yes. Jeffy Day, uh, yes. and free speech is important. Exactly. Right, it's vital. I mean, for people it's to vital. express dissenting viewpoints might be considered vital. Uh, Yes. Uh, and more important, maybe even on a day where a show is trying to control the speech of people. Right. Um, so, I mean, but, but we do not encourage it. We discourage it uh, tomorrow. Right. Um, and, and here's well, an, another you question for you, Jeffy. You and, and this is a serious one as well. Yeah. Almost as serious as the First Amendment issue we're talking about. Um, can we compliment you? Because Be Nice to Jeffy Day uh, seems to indicate that we should say positive things to you. However, everyone will know that those aren't true. So people, 
people will assume, like if we were to say, wow, Jeffy, you look great today, people will assume it's us being sarcastic, which of course... It Could be not, interpreted as mean. Right. And as I an insult be, to Jeff. We can't, we gotta be that neutral. he looks his usual fat, ugly self. <laughs> <laughs> and the issue is. No, I understand. You know, I'm no, just I understand. trying to explain the situation. So if we, so if we say something positive <coughs> to you, people will assume it's sarcastic, which will uh, violate the day. And I don't want that. I want, this is, I want this to be pure. It sounds like it. It sounds like you want it to be well, pure, I'll tell you, you that. Yeah, you, look, if you don't want to sort these issues out beforehand, we'll try to do it in real time. But I'm asking you beforehand to see if you have a preference for something like this. Well, should, should we, should again, we, I go back to originally, I thought it was just not you know, Just not, not insult. Not insult. So, we, so we've already this, already, this whole game has you know, changed a little bit with the whole annual and be annual. nice to Jeffy no. Day, the entire be nice thing. No, no, no. So, I mean, you wouldn't even know how to act if it went that far, I, right? I really wouldn't know how to get through my day. No. I wouldn't. <clears> I mean, so. I, I, the world is already upside down enough. Mm-hmm. Do we have to make it even more upside down? <laughs> I don't think so. No, and again, the truth is neutral. The is truth not, just is. It just is. I mean, it's, if it's I not, may I, quote an old program director of mine who said this often, dude, it just is what it is. The truth is what it is. Okay. Dude, dude, just is what it is. Okay. So just is what it, it is. is. What it is. So if up, up, someone were to call up, that's a genius program director right there. It's a genius. Yeah. yeah. If someone were to call up with their vision of what the truth is, mm-hmm. Uh, on the phone lines at eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. That's two three two. We would discourage it. We would discourage. We, we would discourage you from doing that. But if they did it, we shouldn't probably correct it. No, like if they were to say no something horrible about it, Stu. There's no probably. And you can't. About you can't it. control what happens on social media. Right. That's right. That's a good point, Jeffy. Oh my we gosh. Can't, and we we have to read what's on social media, so that that doesn't count. Okay. Well, here's here's what I'll say. Is I, I want to communicate That's this news. clearly mm-hmm. and directly to the control room, mm-hmm. who would control any tweets that are shown during the show. We discourage negative <laughs> tweets about Jeffy <laughs> on tomorrow's show. Now we are obviously. Are you putting in the your studio. foot down? We're putting. Yes. You know what? Yes. To defend you, Jeffy, I will. <laughs> Normally, I won't take strong stands like this, but today I will. I Thank will be you. very disappointed in the control room if they start putting negative tweets on the screen about Jeffy as we return from commercials. That is not what we need to do tomorrow. Not what we need to do tomorrow. Not what mm-hmm. we need to do tomorrow is the, probably the right emphasis. Wow, you emphasized that a lot. Emphasis. Emphasized. Emphasized that a lot. So anyway, uh, you know, our our, uh, karate friend, uh, I guess, ran into some trouble with Fox News uh, recently. Mm. And it wasn't because our karate friend is a brown belt in karate. I think they enjoy that aspect of Sean Hannity's life, that he, you know, takes the time to improve his body and his uh, skills, Mm -hmm. and uh, he can karate chop. Like a block in half or something. Was it because he uh, has uh, devoted most of his hour-long television show to uh, to the campaign of Donald Trump? Yes. No. Um, no. I mean, no. No. no it's not you that at all. <laughs> it's not oh. that at all, Jeffy. Where did what? you get that? Oh, I'm no. Sorry. What is it then? It's he Stu? did. A, 
See, Why I, he did a promotional video for Donald Trump. Accidentally? Which is or, completely different than the show he no, does. No, because for all Trump he's doing is fulfilling basis. a promise to his listeners that he would do promotional videos for Donald Trump. Is I, think, that, I think so. It's okay. Uh, here it is. This right. is uh, apparently uh, an, an issue. Okay. Here it is. One of the reasons I'm supporting Donald Trump this year is, number one, he's going to put originalists on the Supreme Court, people that believe in fidelity to the Constitution, separation of powers, co-equal branches of government. He's a guy that will vet refugees to keep Americans safe. And, of course, he's going to build that wall. He says he's going to have Mexico pay for it. That's fine, as long as we secure the country. And, of course, we don't want people competing for jobs. He said he will eliminate Obamacare, make us energy independent. And as somebody who's been a marksman since I'm 11 years old, protecting our Second Amendment rights are paramount to me. He's a brown belt and a marksman? (laughs) Holy crap, this guy's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) This guy. He's a war machine. Why isn't he out there fighting America's battles on the front lines? Put him in there with ISIS. He is on the front lines of America's. Man. That's incredible. Uh, Did you notice that he couldn't even get through with a straight face to build the wall thing? He says. He says he's going to build the wall. That's fine. He can't can't even get through that claim. It's so ridiculous. He also says he's going to end Obamacare. Yeah, and what else does he say, Sean? Right. He says he's going to make it worse. Right. The government's going to pay for health care. He says he's for a single payer. He said that in September. That wasn't from 2001. That wasn't from 1998. That was from September of 2015. Which is almost, by the way, a full year ago now. Almost. Right. Yeah. We were right. So, I mean, you're bringing that up. It's ancient history. How old were you a year ago? I don't know. Jeffy, how old were you a year ago? I'm just curious. I uh, seriously don't know. You know, I, I was. <laughs> I, I do know. That. I was three years old a oh, year wow, ago. Really? Three. Wow. So. Uh, uh, so anyway, I guess there is a some sort of <sighs> weird line that has been discovered here for Fox News, which is it is weird, man. Uh, it sure saying, is. I, I, I mean, look, I, I don't even think Hannity would disagree with the assessment that his hour-long show is a promotional video for Donald Trump. He's saying it all. I mean, this is what he's doing, and. I think the best reading of that is he believes Donald Trump will be a great president, and he thinks it's important to promote the guy. He said he's advising the campaign. Right. Yes, he was on record saying he's uh, advising the campaign informally. Yeah. Um, the only line he would draw is that that's only happened since he became the nominee. All he was doing yeah. before that was fulfilling a promise to his listeners. And and we've said this before to defend Sean Hannity to this audience, which is if it was Ted Cruz, he would be just as passionate about Ted Cruz's policies. Yes, absolutely. He would be. I I honestly believe that he would be out there saying the worst thing that could ever happen is the maternity policy uh, for the government paying for maternity. He would be out there saying the worst thing that could ever happen is the government paying for Mm. your health care. He would be saying the the, the, it is absolute lies and propaganda to say uh, that uh, the war in Iraq was wrong. He would say all of the positions he's taking now would be reversed if Cruz was the nominee. And that's Mm. if you if you think that Sean Hannity is is disloyal to the Republican cause because of his support for Donald Trump, it's the exact opposite. It just shows his actual loyalty. Right. He's very loyal to it, and he would do. He if, is a Republican. If John Kasich was the foremost, nominee, he would be coming Republican. out and, and talking about uh, you know uh, those things. If Chris mm-hmm. Christie was the nominee, he would be coming out and talking about glo- why why it's bad to to keep coal plants open. He would do whatever he had to do to get the Republican over the finish line. That's what he mm-hmm. believes. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, you could say, well, I you know, I criticize Sean because he's doing those for Trump because he don't like Trump, mm-hmm. but he would do it for Cruz. 
He would do it for uh, Rubio. He would do it for he would do it for any Republican, no matter who it was under any circumstance. He would be advocating and the policies of the Republican. Furthermore, nominee. not not just if Hillary was the Democrat. Oh, yeah, against, any Democrat. Uh, any, any Democrat running against any Republican. He's much more loyal. Even to if their policies are exactly the same as they almost are in this particular instance, he would be just as resolute for any Republican against any Democrat because somehow, somehow these guys, it's not just Hannity, but it's a lot of people, are just so married to the Republican Party, they don't care about any of the principles or values of the party. The, re the principles and values can change, and they have. I mean, they, they've changed to, to reflect pretty much the Democrats now. And yet, for some reason, they're still married to the Republican Party. I, yeah. I just can't understand it. And I can't get there. And this says this goes beyond Hannity to pretty much every never Trump or not, you know, every person who's attacking never Trump people for not voting because, you know, the Supreme Court or whatever your reason is. Uh, let's just do a thought experiment here. David Duke is currently a nominee for the Republican Party uh, for Senate in Louisiana. Let's just say there's this weird world in which David Duke won the nomination for the Republican Party as president. Would these same people be backing David Duke? Because I can promise you, David Duke is for lower taxes than mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. David Duke has probably a lot of policies that are better than Hillary Clinton's when it comes out from a separate issue than race. Obviously, on race, he's a crazy person and a terrible human being. But, you know, on taxes, he's probably better. He's probably better on government regulation. I got to be honest, I don't know, uh, because to me... Immediately, he's disqualified by his racial views. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing what, you, what a lot of people are doing with Donald Trump, wouldn't you say and be just as passionate about David Duke as a nominee? Clearly, he's at least you've got a chance of him naming a good Supreme Court justice. Every single yes. argument that goes with Donald Trump goes with David Duke. You know, you just have to overlook different things. Like, David Duke is probably a smaller government guy than Donald Trump is. I don't think David Duke is advocating the government pay for everybody's health care. No. Um, but uh, he probably, you could certainly find differences between Duke and Hillary Clinton that you would prefer as someone who's a Republican. There's a lot of crazy stuff out there. And you just got to overlook that because you have to say, well, at least there'd be a chance he named a good Supreme Court nominee. At least there'd be a chance that, you know, maybe people in his administration will influence him. Maybe he'll turn those things over to his vice president. Maybe he'll be so bad he gets impeached and the vice president gets to come in there and control things. There's all sorts of wonderful possibilities of a Duke presidency that you don't get from Hillary Clinton. All of those arguments apply the same way with this guy. Yeah. And would I would be honest, it would be interesting to see. If, because uh, I would be never Duke. Would Sean Hannity be never Duke? No. Would any of the people attacking us now about no. our opinion on this election be never Duke? I, I, I have to believe many of them would say, no way am I voting for that guy. I have to believe it. Because anyone who votes for David Duke is a nut job. But it's interesting to think about how all of those arguments apply to David Duke. They all would work. Mm -hmm. The same things you could say to us. Well, what about the Supreme Court? You know, what about uh, what about taxes? Uh, what about abortion? You know what? David Duke, pretty strongly pro-life, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know, and at least he'll, he's, he's pro-life. And, you know, we got to make sure we take him. 
you know, yes, he's a former KKK guy, and yes, he's talking about racial purity all the time. It seems like all of his fans happen to be racist. Look, Stu, we're not on. voting for a pastor in chief we're here. Not, exactly, Pat. I mean, do you have no sins? Right. We uh, all have sins. The, God, God uses, uses sinners. sinners all he the time. uses sinners yeah. to further his work. I mean, look at We're uh, all sinners. Maybe the same thing. You can't like, judge David Duke. George Wallace ran as a segregationist Jeez, and man. later in his life was turned around. Maybe right. the same thing would happen. Maybe. With David Duke. We don't know. Uh, I mean, really, every argument, every argument made can be applied in the, in the same Indeed. way to David yeah, Duke. Absolutely. And I, I will tell you, I'd be never Duke. In fact, I'd be uh, never a lot of these yes. people. Uh, you know, it's not, this is not a close call for me. Um, so if it is for you, I mean, I understand it. You, you can make those things. But to attack somebody who takes a position like that, it, to me, is utterly insane. I mean, everyone has their line. I would assume maybe people like, you know, some of the hosts and, 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 and people advocating these positions don't have that line. I, I don't look at it as a positive. You should really examine internally what you're thinking if you would support a David Duke for president. Because it doesn't, it seems like if David Duke was a nominee, we would be getting the same emails, the same tweets from a lot of the same people saying, how can you possibly not uh, support David Duke? Mm-hmm. How can you possibly? It's better than Hillary Clinton. Not Hillary Clinton. He's got to be better on taxes. He's got to be better on abortion. He might name any good Supreme Court justice. The same arguments apply. So watch your lines, because if you don't have them, uh, you know, I have right, bright lines around people like David Duke. And you know what? Honestly, the same thing applies to people like De- Donald Trump. It's, it's for slightly different reasons, but I have bright lines around supporting uh, people like that. Uh, you know, that's my thing. might not be yours. But, I mean, think about whether your argument makes any sense. Because in this case, it doesn't. It really doesn't. To, to attack people who are saying, I have a bright line around people who continually lie, who are terrible uh, people. Uh, constantly or constantly lashing out uh, at people uh, for uh, crazy reasons, people who are too liberal, uh, people who uh, can't seem to don't seem to have any of the basic knowledge required to do the job he's applying for. I mean, these are not these are not close calls. Quite clearly, Donald Trump not only doesn't have the knowledge, but hasn't done any of the homework in the year he's been running to get the knowledge. Doesn't that tell you a lot about what he would be as a president? He doesn't seem to care at all. So if you don't, I mean, I, I, I honestly believe David Duke probably has studied these things more than Donald Trump. And again, he's a nut job, and would, I'd be never Duke as well. But would anyone else? Who are the people? I mean, think about it. If you're, if you're listening to a, a host that you think might not be never Duke, that's a pretty big admission to yourself, isn't it? Okay. Seems like it. Is, this, is your silence an indication that maybe it's time for me to move on? Uh, no. And <laughs> it isn't, is it? No. All right, so uh, it is time to move on, however, uh, and we're going to tell you about <clears throat> important principles and values that you might care about. Uh, you know, look, uh, we, uh, we talk about these things all the time, and we talk about you know, wh- where you put your money. We've given you mm-hmm. uh, many good examples of great charities, like FreedomWorks, for example, that we, th- we support uh, strongly. Um, and, uh, you know, the issue is, would you give money to the exact opposite? Would you give money to Planned Parenthood? Would you give money to Hillary Clinton's campaigns? Uh, would you give money to efforts to stop the Second Amendment? I certainly would not want to do that. But your current phone carrier is doing that. I mean, they give money to these causes all the time to even take conservatives out of office. Yeah, and they're not asking you, hey, uh, can we use part of the proceeds of what you give us to uh, donate to progressive causes? They, they don't ask you that. But there's a, a great alternative, and it's called Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile offers nationwide talk and text 
They have the high-speed 4G LTE data, like everybody else, at even more competitive prices than anybody else. And they donate up to 5% of your monthly bill to a conservative organization of your choice. And again, you choose which one. Yeah, um, same quality service you're going to get in other places. However, you get the, you know, I mean, you get the latest and greatest phones. You get, there's no, there's no sacrifice you have so to So I don't make. have to get a flip phone? No. Like, uh, no. you know, one of those are those, uh, what were those old, the bricks that were called? The, the big old Magnavox thing? Oh, gosh, yeah. That, you know, you see on like right. Magnum PI? Or like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the car phones, yeah. No, you don't have to do that. You I don't, don't have, have to do that? You don't have to have a phone in your oh. house with just a really long wire that you dangle out of the little car window. Oh, wow, uh, that's no, good. You actually get the whatever phone you want. I mean, they'll get you whatever you need. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're going to support the conservative values that you believe in. Isn't that important? That's but awesome. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. Or call do it them 877-367-7524. 877-367-7524. Do it now. Or PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. Do it now. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Wow. Uh, This is interesting. Uh, Yeah, it is. uh, Big debate coming up, what, Monday? Monday night? Yeah, Monday night. Is that right? Is now is Lester Holt doing the first one, Jeff? Yes, he is. Okay, Lester Holt is the the guy doing the He's the moderator. Obviously, as Donald Trump tends to do, he's trying to kind of gain an advantage. Uh, of course. Uh, and he, so he is saying um, Lester Holt is a Democrat. But public records show that Lester Holt has been a registered Republican since at least 2003. Lester Holt? That's interesting. I mean, Plus, he still talks to his children, and his children have been registered Democrats for longer than that. What? Their yeah, entire right. lives. Right. Trump. Oh, yeah. Trump's children. Oh, they still are. Yeah, they are. Uh, he doesn't seem to have a problem with that. Uh, that's really cool. How about I would have never guessed that though. I mean, Jeffy, uh, never have guessed. You, have never, you can, uh, you can maybe uh, perhaps rethink blah, blah, blah. Your Lester Holt. Uh, yeah, a lot of people say, uh, "Hey, why is Jeffy so bad at his job?" And what we say a lot of times is, "Well, there's a lot of reasons for it. One of which is it's only a part-time job for Jeffy. His full-time job is the Lester Holt fan club, uh, the fan club. That is where he actually works." Uh, by the way, we got this tweet in, and I think this is interesting. Uh, this is about tomorrow's program, I believe, as we're talking about Jeffy. Here it is. Uh, it is, uh, hey, Stu, uh, thank you for clarifying. I will be uh, calling in tomorrow to talk about Trump, not Jeffy being a fatty McFat face. Okay, so we, I think we did our job. That's funny that you're reading from Dr. From Herb McNerbler. Herb Nerbler. Who looks a little like me, actually. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Uh, funny uh, how that I don't happens. see any resemblance. But, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't see any resemblance. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't have a. Look at those, look at those eyebrows. You don't have that mustache. You? Yeah. That can't be you. Yeah, no, that's not it's, And it says right underneath, at Dr. Herb Nerbler. Mm-hmm. So, okay. <laughs> 
Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Beck. It is uh, Pat and Stu. So they're they're expecting a record turnout for the debate on Monday night. I would think I you're bet. going to see that. I mean, the yeah. first debate is a big deal. The second and third I think it's really going to be big. Yeah, seem to me to fall off as far as importance goes. Unless you know, like for example, um, last year. Or last election, Mitt Romney kicked the crap out of Barack Obama in the first debate. Right. If you remember this, it was one of the greatest moments of all time. Uh, we, uh, yes. think we, didn't we watch that over at Glenn's yes, house? And we were all, all I mean, we loved that yeah. debate. That was a lot of fun. It was great. And even though I was not the biggest Mitt Romney fan, it was nice to see uh, yeah, it was, uh, Obama put in his place. And I mm-hmm. certainly wanted Romney to win the election. Um, here is a story where uh, now you have, but then debate two was really a question of, Super high expectations for Romney. And can Obama come back and make it close? And Romney, of course, famously kind of st- took his foot off the gas pedal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Obama did pretty well. In Cost that him the election. I mean, probably. If he would have had three performances mm-hmm. like that first one, he would have won the election. That's difficult. That's an impossible standard. Nobody has three debates like that. I mean, that never happens. I mean, even in some of the famous... I mean, Reagan lost his first debate pretty badly. Um, uh, and then that's when he came back and said, I will not uh, exploit my uh, opponent's uh, age and, and uh, inexperience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and he wound up turning that around with humor in the next debate. But there was a time after that first debate that he looked very vulnerable. Um, and so you kind of look at that situation and you see uh, this first debate is a real uh, expectation setter. Like whatever happens here, people will look at it. Like if I mean, and I think the expectations for Trump are insanely low. I mean, I, this evidenced by the fact when he went to Mexico and he didn't, you know, urinate on the podium, everyone was like, wow, what an incredible He behaved in a presidential way. Right. Like he stood there and st- spoke <laughs> softly and didn't call it, you know, didn't didn't uh, use a racial slur in the middle of the, you know, like I, what was the standard? Didn't he call any there? women a whore. Right. So uh, that was pretty good. That was a win for him. Right. And that's what I think he's walking uh, into at the debate. Um, they expect the audience to exceed 100 million. I don't. I, I can't see that happening. Come on. That's like Super Bowl audience. There, that's not you think that's going to happen? A hundred million people. I mean, what was it? What were the numbers? Sixty-six point four million watched the uh, Ooh, first yeah. two presidential debates between Obama. Fifty percent rise in audience. Uh, that's a lot. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe, yeah, but I, I, I it would be hard I to mean, believe. I, you're tuning in to see if Hillary uh, drops over, right? I'm no, tuning in I to see how Trump acts. Yes. I, I think that's whatever. Will Trump saying. get his ass kicked? Uh, will he say something? I don't think ridiculous? so. I, he's really good at just. Anytime anybody throws something at him that should be uncomfortable, he's never uncomfortable with it. And that's because he has no shame or conscience or conscience or morals or morals. He seems to just deflect everything. Yeah. I mean, it's. it's, Oh, yeah. Well, your husband's a rapist. Well, what? The moment of the debate was when he called her husband a rapist. And that's that's, that's what happens with the media. Yep. What an incredible moment. We'll show that to you 96 times. Yeah, well, you say that. What about your email scandal where you're, you know, he'll. Yeah. that's all he'll do. And yeah. I now, don't know that she'll be effective. That worked in the primary. It did. Will it work here in the debate? We'll uh, see. In the final? Because, I mean, I, you know, it's interesting. Because what basically, the, the difference between the general election debate and the primary debate, to me, is that re- the Republicans had to work hard to... Uh, win over people who were uh, Trump supporters, right? Um, where they were, they couldn't make him look like a complete idiot in a way because he, uh, there was, they were on the same team. 
mm-hmm. right? Here, I think she has the opportunity, if she wants to, and, and is able to do it, to put him in those positions of looking like he doesn't have any knowledge. And that is, that's, that's you know what, it's not even about That'd not knowing. That'd be the best thing she could do. It's not yeah. even about not knowing, it's about weakness. Yeah. Trump projects strength. Yeah. And in him sh- cowering behind having no knowledge, when he does the what's your favorite? What, what do you? What is the most important part of the nuclear triad? Uh, the nuclear. Now, if you actually exploit that and push him on that, yeah, like, he what, won't look strong. What if Cruz or Rubio or Rand Paul said, "Hey, Don, Don, you don't know what the nuclear triad is, do you?" I would have been no help. Again, no we, we pointed this out before. Rubio stepped in and said, you know what, yeah. uh, just, uh, just for, those, yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, the nuclear triad is A, B, and C. Uh-huh. Um, that is, what about those moments? If if you sit there silent and let him squirm, hey, Don, Don, you just said a lot of words. You didn't say what the nuclear triad was. What is it, Don? Where? Wh- what is it? How do you handle it? How do you handle the nuclear arsenal of the United States of America when you don't even know what the nuclear triad is? I mean, that's a pretty... A uh, powerful thing, and, and a nuclear mm-hmm. triad. He should freaking know after that happened in the debate. But there are thousands of things on that level. The it, the challenge for Hillary, if she tries this tact, the challenge for her is to find the one that makes uh, the average American feel smarter than Trump. And that's difficult because if you say even Aleppo, right, as it happened to Gary Johnson. There's a lot of people who say, well, I don't even know what Aleppo is. I don't even know what the nuclear triad is. You have to find that one that he should know and doesn't. Um, where the American people go, wait a minute, this guy doesn't even, what the hell? He doesn't know that? This I guy can't be president. There, I don't know if there is one, though. I mean, with the American, you're just, and that's a commentary on the American people. I think you try it anyway. At the very least, if you're Hillary, you save it as your nuclear option. Right. Um, you, you wait and you, and you set you have a couple things. You try to maybe do it, do the first one straight, see how it goes. And if you're falling behind, you're losing. You you push that thing to the to the end and, and you make him suffer. You make him squirm. You call out every time he he doesn't answer. You let and, and you don't do it too quickly. When he's stumbling around and can't find the answer, you have to wait let him, yeah, and let, let, it, him stumble. let it go. Are you listening to this? This guy doesn't even know mm-hmm. what the basics are of this job he's trying to do. Yeah, you, may, you need to do that. You may even take like a half a step back right. and just, yeah. uh, just watch a, him go. The approach is really important yeah. and difficult. It's, and again, it's, it's aesthetics. We, I don't we know that about Hillary this. can pull it off. I don't know that she can either. She's terrible. Um, so uh, I don't know that she can. I think there were Republicans in the field that could have done that and for whatever reason chose not to. I think it's because you, you're like, well, this is our team. I don't want to embarrass the guy who's leading there. You know, like okay. it was like, I want to show this guy is conservative. Thinking that way, too. Right. Yeah, I think so. Because it cost the country. What was the, What was the approach of every Republican in that race? Either to say he's mean and crazy or he's not conservative. Both of those things are important and true. OK, he mm-hmm. is actually a jerk. And he is kind of nutty, and he isn't conservative. The one they never tried to exploit was this man has Doesn't no know knowledge about yeah. these things. He's making it up as he goes along. Yeah. And the, pr- the press has tried to catch him here. Hugh Hewitt, I'll be, to give him credit, and he's a guy who's voting for Trump, uh, I, tried to do it a couple times. He helped mm-hmm. him out th- through it after, uh, afterwards, I think. Because he would say, like, what about this general that's really, this, this situation is really important? Um, uh, who now? Uh, you know, the ge- general, the ba- he even said to him at one point, the bad guys. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, the Iranian yeah. National Guard, you know, the, the bad guys. He eventually <laughs> walked him through it, and that instinct is something Hillary Clinton won't have. Hillary Clinton won't want to walk him through it. Um, and that is, that's, that is kind of what I'll be watching for. Does she go down those roads? Because, look, we know that she's a socialist and he's a nationalist. You put, them two, they put, put the two together and you got something pretty bad. Okay, we, mm-hmm. So you got really crappy on one side and really crappy on the other side. God forbid these parties start working together because we've seen what happens when nationalists and socialists work together. It's not a good thing. More patents, too, coming up. It's not a good thing. So what's, uh, what's on the Lester Holt uh, fan club website today? Uh, Lester's got some good plays. He's got some good plays. Good play today. Why do you like what? Do we ever figure this out why you like Lester Holt? Triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. Hi. Uh, what a beautiful, beautiful day it is. Uh, should we do the uh, uh, NRA tearing into Clinton with this uh, frightening new ad targeting sure. women? Sounds good. Uh, let's see what the NRA has to say. I'm sure they're probably uh, behind Trump at this point because yeah, I think they have Hillary's been. record on guns is obviously atrocious. And since that's their issue, you know, Trump's right. their only hope. And Trump's only on record multiple times uh, for all the things that she's on record for. But she, he says the opposite now. <laughs> and that's great. what's important, That's Stu. what's important. What did what's he say he right saying now? right this right. second? What, not, it, not yesterday. It'll change what's tomorrow. What's he saying right now? But what's he saying right now? And let's find out what, uh, what the NRA said. She'll call 911. Average response time, 11 minutes. Too late. She keeps a firearm in this safe for protection. But Hillary Clinton could take away her right to self-defense. And with Supreme Court justices, Hillary can. Don't let Hillary leave you protected with nothing but a phone. The NRA Political Victory Fund is responsible for the content of this advertising. Mm. Pretty effective. Pretty Pretty effective and pretty powerful and a great argument for the Second Amendment. Um, Yep. You know, uh, there's a... Real choice here on the Second Amendment. Real, 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 real choice to me. <laughs> you didn't seem that powerful on. Let me tell you this, Pat. Yeah, uh, this is the most important election uh, uh, since the last one, in right? History. Um, and uh, I, I think it's the most the most important since the last one. I really do. And uh, and and I will say and this: not uh, as important as the next one, though. We need to make the. We need <laughs> to pick the candidates going to defend your Second Amendment rights for sure. Well, you do. Okay. You know, like real, real, I mean, it's, it's, wow. You know, I've, uh, while I love uh, the NRA and support what they're doing, um, uh, yeah, you got you to gotta pick who you think will be. I mean, they're rolling the dice. They're rolling the dice with this guy because he's been on every side of that issue as well. He really hasn't been on the pro Second Amendment side. Let's be honest about it. This I is mean, guy, he does he, he pay gives, lip service to sa- it now. He currently gives it lip service yeah. with seemingly no... Remember, this is a guy who just the other day was in front of a gun group saying, Oh, look, I mean, uh, my sons have a bunch of guns. I mean, I, they, they, they scare the hell out of me. They got all these guns. It's like, well, why does it scare the hell out of you? Shouldn't <laughs> you be... If you were a defender of this... A guy who wanted all the weapons bans that Hillary Clinton wants... Mm-hmm. Has been on record over and over and over and over again as a guy who doesn't understand or, or like the gun culture. I mean, this is a, you know, a guy. 
he's obviously he knows his audience enough to to say those things when it comes down to a tough Second Amendment uh, fight as president. He's not going to do anything. But whatever. I mean, I, she's terrible, too. There's no reason to say that she should vote for her. No, you've got to go to one of the other candidates, and it's certainly not Jill Stein. And I, I don't even know if it's Gary Johnson. I mean, I, he's, I, I, he's so terrible. I, I suppose on the Second Amendment, he'd be the strongest of the four. Of the, of the four, undoubtedly, he'd be the second strongest. However, his him. VP is, yeah, until you ask him, he'd be like, well, I actually don't like guns and think the Second Amendment should go away. Uh, I mean, Bill Weld has been, you know, uh, Donald Trump on guns, right? Pretty bad. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and he's his VP. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but I mean, I think Johnson of the four clearly would be best on guns. Uh, if you expand that to five and six, I think you could get, uh, you'd probably have the Constitution Party, Daryl Castle, along with Evan McMullen, who would both be better on guns than, uh, than mm-hmm. certainly Trump or Clinton. And then if you go to seven, you can actually find somebody who's really strong on it, and that's, uh, yeah, oh, d- or did you already mention Castle? Did, did Castle, I, yeah, yeah, yeah that was, okay, that, that, was five slipped, that one kind of slipped past me, but that uh, was number five or number six down the road. Right. So, I mean, you know, again, these people I mean, Daryl very- Castle is a legitimate choice for me. I, I'm nervous about his potential conspiracy theories that he may or may not have. I mean, he yeah, denies. I mean, he denied, he denied them and- all twice yep. to us. And mm-hmm. so... What am I left with? I okay. Do I believe him on that? I uh, let's I mean, I'm going to because if he's on the ballot, that's who I'm going to go with. You think? But he's not well, going to be on the ballot. Yeah, he is going to be on. The, he is a an official writing candidate in Texas. Yeah, but he's but he's, in, he's a writing candidate. So it's either I write in him and they count him, or I write in Ted Cruz and they don't count it. Right. Right. Those are my two choices. Yeah. I mean, right unless now. you wanted to choose one of the other people, um, which I don't. Which you don't. I mean, you've pretty much ruled out. I ruled out all the rest. Um, yeah. I will say, uh, let's have Castle back on. All right. Um, let's bring Daryl Castle back on. I, I mean, I, I, look, I'm looking myself. And maybe tell, maybe tell him, look, we're totally comfortable with your conservative stand on all this stuff that we know about. We have lingering concerns on this and this and this, and maybe we tell him that up front and see if he wants to come back and but explain I, Yeah, it. and like, let's get his take on you know, some of the things that are happening now. Yeah, you know, and that, too. Uh, you know, I, I, why not? I, I don't see why we would, like Gary Johnson seemingly has gone out of his way to uh, say he doesn't really he's not really attract. He's not trying to attract conservative. Oh, votes he, he has absolutely driven me away with a cattle prod. Yeah. I mean, he it's like I want to be by him and he's jamming me with a cattle prod. Yeah. And I, he's doing that to every conservative. And I don't I don't understand it. Why? Uh, especially now. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine if we had a good libertarian candidate right now? Oh, that person he'd have thirty percent, maybe win. Yeah, I mean it's not impossible. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, seriously, thirty thirty percent might win the election. Yeah, like, like right I, we were we were tossing this around off the air uh, yesterday. Let's just say different world. Okay, the, the uh, Rand Paul doesn't run as a Republican and decides to jump in as a as the libertarian candidate after Trump gets the nomination. Yeah, I mean he might be winning the election. Right he now. might. He might. And I certainly would be voting for him. And I, I mean, I, you know, there are issues I have with Rand Paul. And this is, this is something that I say to prove at times to, to Trump people who say, well, you're never going to get the perfect candidate. I'm not looking for a perfect candidate. Right. Rand Paul has a lot of He's issues I don't agree with him on. Yeah, but I'd vote for him. But I would absolutely vote for him. Marco Rubio is in that same boat. Bobby I, Jindal is in that same boat. If you uh, ran you know, Ron Paul at this point, yeah. I'd be all over his candidacy. I, I would ignore wow. the issues I have with Ron Paul and vote for him. I, don't, I mean, it would be pretty clear. 
out yeah, of those it would. three. Yeah, it would. That's amazing to say because you are not a I, I'm Ron not Paul a fan. fan. I'm I mean, not a fan. Rand, you like. Ron, yes. I mean, you know, there are issues you have with him, but yeah. generally speaking, you realize he's pretty yes. good. Ron, I mean, you've been more negative on Ron mm-hmm. than positive, but still, even with that, I mean, at least you know the guy is mm-hmm. pretty damn committed to small government. Yes. Um, he's the Constitution's best friend, which we know. Uh, they're, they're very close. <laughs> So I mean, you're they right. They dated for a while be, in college, yeah, in fact. Yeah. And now I think they're just friends. But I'm, they did date for a while. I actually, and it's funny you bring up Ron Paul because that is exactly where this conversation I had off the air went, which was he mm. should have came in that last weekend of the Libertarian Convention and ran. And ran. Wish he would have. He because he he would have won walking in the door. The Libertarians have been mm. like, screw yes, Ron me? Paul, give me a yes, yeah. let's do it. And he, I mean, I don't think Ron is. Where Gary Johnson's also nutty. Um, but Ron has a little bit of that nutty quality uh, at times where he kind of goes mm-hmm. off the rails. Mm-hmm. Rand doesn't have that. I, right. I think he, he puts you, right. you know, he's more likely to, you're, you know. You're comfortable with it. Yeah, you're, he, he comforts a lot of those uh, negative things yeah. that are typically assigned to his dad. Yes. Um, and, you know, that's why I think he would have been a good candidate. I think he, he could have won. It's too Again, bad. Any of these people would be destroying Hillary Clinton right now. Any of them. Jim freaking Gilchrist Morlinson would be killing Hillary Clinton in the polls. Jeffy? Correct, Stu. Thank you. <laughs> Four patents, Stu, coming up in a minute. One day away from uh, Be Neutral of Jeffy Day. Or whatever it is. Is it even possible? It can't happen, right? I mean, how can we ignore for a day the fatness, the stupidity, the what is degradation right? of society? Yeah, the, the, oh, you know that? what I mean? Stu, Colin Kaepernick is opening up about his uh, protest and oh, good. reporting he's getting death threats from it. Oh, no. 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 Oh, no. Gosh, no. No. Gosh darn it, Colin. No. No. Don't say that, Colin. You know, I'm so sick of these, I, I want to say, these wussies. That uh, are continually crying about. I'm gonna death. Join the club. Shut, Shut up, up. Yeah, man. I was getting death threats when this kid was in nursery school. So what? I'm getting death threats. Oh, shut up. Uh, he has no plans to stop protesting the anthem. However, he does plan to give a hundred thousand dollars a month uh, to charity. Uh, to communities, organizations who support his cause. The hell is your cause? You don't even know yeah, what, what is his cause. cause. He doesn't is. know what it is. He doesn't have one. Jeez. Your cause should be to join us in 2016 and get rid of the afro that's going on there. <laughs> um, you know, maybe don't have a 70s haircut. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. That that should be one of the causes. He's in the process of setting up a website so people can see exactly where the donations end up. Good. Maybe I can comment on uh, and share some facts with him and uh, help him understand his cause. That would be kind of fun, too. It's not clear which organizations will receive the money, but Kaepernick did say the funds would fight, quote, 
police brutality, unquote, oh, good. benefit people good. of color in overlooked communities. That a douche. Uh, you know, it might be time for another Hall of Fame vote. Uh, and uh, he might be a candidate. Ooh. Saying. More Pat and Stu coming up. Seven backwards paths too. I'm sorry, I was just uh, singing the ACDC song by ACDC. Uh, but that's not what this is about. Uh, last night, Glenn Beck, of whom you may have heard. Who? Glenn Beck. Two ends. Two ends. You mean that racist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's he, Glenn Beck. Who once called the president a racist. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's the guy. That's uh, actually his full name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like it is. His last it? name is he once called the president a racist. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> Glenn Beck. Who once called the president a racist. It's just... For about four years, that was his yeah, last name. It was. Uh, he, uh, he had part two of the uh, backstory of Edison and Tesla. This is a fascinating story, if you don't know it. And um, so we wanted to share it with you. The history of AC versus DC power, part two. This is a story of three guys and how they changed all of our lives. It is Thomas Edison, who everybody in the world thinks is the hero, villain, Um, The guy who becomes the first mad scientist in America, Nikolai Tesla. Unbelievable hero. And then the third one, an axe murderer. Who doesn't need a good axe murder story? Three guys, one from Ohio, one from uh, New York, and one from Croatia coming together. And the axe murderer is the point of impact that changes not just their story, his story, his story, his story, but our story as well. It changes us entirely. And it all hinges on a dentist in Buffalo, New York. What's not to love? Most people know who Thomas Edison is, I think. But then again, nobody knows history anymore, so probably not. He's the guy, he's the reason we go to movies. He's the guy who invented the movie, um, the, the projector and the camera. He is uh, the guy, you have an MP3 player. This is the original iPod. Um, this was a wax cylinder. And here you can see the wax cylinder here. And there's grooves on this. And you would put it in here, and then you would close it. You'd put the needle down, and you would start it spinning like it is now. And let's see if we can hear anything. (laughs) 
Yeah, doesn't that sound great? Now, you can make it sound better if you put a horn on it. Yeah, anyway, so that was the yeah, that was the kind of quality entertainment you would have um, back in, in Edison's time. Edison, um, he made this, and then he became fascinated with sound. He's deaf. He's deaf from when he was a boy and caught a train car on fire, and the engineer went, Poof, what are you, stupid? Hit him on the ear, and that's where he lost his hearing. But he's fascinated by sound. He's the guy who gives us reproductive sound for the first time. He also, he also invented some creepy stuff. Um, his doll, spooky as heck. This doll, you um, pulled the cord, and they just actually found one. And for the very first time, the Library of Congress was able to um, take the cylinder out and repair it enough to be able to reproduce the sound of the doll. Here's the doll doing the night-night prayers for um, Now I Lay Me Down to Sleep. Listen to this. sleeping for a month if the doll does that. I don't know about you, but I'm like, no, thank you, Dad. No, no, no. Leave the light on. Thank you. Leave the light on. Door open. Farther. Farther. So he's doing all these great inventions, but his arch nemesis is Nikolai Tesla, who came over from Croatia to America to help him. But he's arrogant. He's greedy. Edison is is into the destruction of anybody who gets into his way. He is with all of the powerful people. He gets in with the government. He uses the system to be able to steamroll anybody else who might have a good idea. So he tries to steamroll um, Tesla. And he almost wins if it wasn't that Tesla just had this spirit about him that I know it's true, I know what I can do, and I know what's on the horizon, because I can see it. And he can literally see things three-dimensionally. Nobody does that. Nobody can think that way. He's here and here, where Edison is here and in his wallet. So Tesla, after working a few jobs on um, in the ditches, digging ditches, just to make enough money to find some investors, to do something that he saw, I'd like to say in his mind, but I don't think it was. When he was last put into a mental institution for exhaustion, he had a vision. And, and you have to read his story and figure out, was he nuts or did he actually see visions? Was he somehow or another aided in this age to bring us things that were 150 years ahead of their time? He's coming out of a mental institution 
and he's strolling down in a park with his friend. And all of a sudden, they're talking, and Tesla just stops. And he looks up towards the sun, and he starts talking to the sun, and yes, well, that's it. Where did you get it? And his friend is like, okay, Nikolai, time to go. Let's sit down. He takes him, and he tries to bring him over to the park bench to sit him down. Tesla says, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Quiet. He's looking at it. Can I, can I take it with me? Well, can I at least draw it? Can I trace it? He goes and he finds a stick and he keeps looking up and he traces and draws something out. It's the AC induction motor. The AC induction motor that we now use in the hydroelectric plants. It's the same induction motor that is running our power generation today. It was out of the sky, dropped in his lap. He goes to Westinghouse, he finds Westinghouse. Now Westinghouse is this guy that everybody loves. He is one with the people. He takes care of his people. He's a decent, hardworking guy. Here's one of the most powerful people, definitely the most powerful person in Pittsburgh. And he is, he's beloved by everybody. He is not. Cornelius Vanderbilt, the guy who ran the trains, who was a beast of a guy. He's a man of the people, and he loves the idea of what tomorrow we can do. So he's fascinated by inventors, and he hears about Tesla. And he says, tell me about your AC electric. They begin to work together and they begin to make money and Edison now hears that this AC power is starting to gain steam and he and Westinghouse, Tesla and Westinghouse have something. Because Edison is not, doesn't believe in healthy competition, he believes in destroying the competition, he starts to go dark. This is when we first meet our dentist, Southwick. Southwick is um, a guy, Alfred Southwick, that lives up in Buffalo, New York, and it's about 1881, and he sees, he sees a guy touch the third rail of a train track. That has all of the juice on it. He touches it, and the guy is thrown back a few yards from the electric shock and dead. Southwick sees this and says, I, I, I'm against execution because it's so brutal. Hanging somebody from the neck is just so awful. There's got to be a better way to kill people. Why he's thinking about this, I have no idea. So he decides to write Edison because he's the father of electricity. He's the guy who's electrifying the world. He's got to know, is that a good way to use for electrocution? Edison doesn't pay any attention, reads it, puts it away, doesn't pay any attention to it, until Tesla and Westinghouse, years later, begin to make progress against DC Electric. Then Edison goes massively dark, massively dark. This is where I think Edison becomes the true villain of history. And this is the part of the story I want everybody to hear because everything you ever learned about Thomas Edison 
is worthless without this part of the story because you're only telling the happy parts. You have to have the dark side. So Edison knows he's got to beat Westinghouse and Tesla, but he can't do it. He can't do it with DC power because it won't work. So he begins the war of the currents as it's now known. And the first thing he does is he he sees um uh Harold Brown a, a an op-ed piece in the newspaper written by Harold Brown. Harold Brown's a guy who works for another electric company and um he's talking about the dangers of AC power because it's current like I can touch the ends of batteries and I'm not going to kill myself but if I stick hairpins into a, a I'm going to kill myself. Too dangerous. Too dangerous to have in people's houses. Well, that's only because of DC power. They're only using this as propaganda. So so Edison reads that and he thinks that is great. I love this guy. Calls him into the office. Says, "So tell me about your problems with AC power." He says, "My gosh, it's so dangerous. Do you know you could kill a horse with that?" No. Yes. Yes, I I've been thinking about it and I could devise something that I could give an electric shock with Tesla's AC power and kill a horse right in front of people. I could fry a dog and set him on fire with Tesla's electricity. Can't do that with yours, Tom. Tom says, "No." My gosh, that would be. Whew. That bomb that'd be you know that would be almost a public service if you went around and and told people how dangerous that really is. Wow. Well, if you ever wanted to do that, I'm sure somebody would be able to find some money to help fund that project cuz that's a public service. Well, Harold is now in with the great the wizard of Menlo Park. He's in with the greatest man of all alive. You know, Tom is right. I've got to do that. So he gets with a doctor and he puts this little traveling show together and they go to schools they go to churches they go to fairs they go everywhere they can to put on this traveling shows of the evil and the dangers of AC power from Mr. Westinghouse and Mr. Tesla that's going to kill people that's going to kill your children they did some of the most horrific things ever they started to electrocute dogs and cats and horses and and um cows and they would bring people into the small tent and then they would just turn the juice on these animals and the animals would fry and some of them would burst into flames it was horrible no one ever forgot what Harold Brown was bringing to town and no one ever forgot what Tesla and Westinghouse were trying to put into your house Tesla saw this and he's like we are losing the PR battle. We'll never make it. Never. Westinghouse said, "Patience. Patience. I have an idea that will change everything." Tesla said, "We're running out of time. Patience. Patience." What Westinghouse knew was that it would be it would be Westinghouse and Tesla in one event 
that would settle the war of currents. And that event happened to be the Chicago World's Fair of 1893. Yeah. Yep. So, Glenn, as you know, I've been passionate <clears throat> about this story for a long time. And uh, he's long finally time. getting what? able to he's able to tell it the way he wants to tell it. Yeah, I mean, that's great. It's a great story that not a lot of people know. I mean, I until we started researching this a few years ago, I had no idea about the uh, the Edison situation. Did you? <laughs> What's the matter? What? Uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just <clears throat> thinking of Jeffy for a second. <laughs> just what? Just you can't me. stop thinking about this stupid. We don't go good with that. It just crossed my mind that when, whenever we taste test cookies, yeah, every time Jeffy says, "Oh, uh, uh, be good with this milk." <laughs> now tomorrow, tomorrow, will that be appropriate to do? Because we're just paying tribute to him for something brilliant that he has said in the past we are, on numerous uh, if occasions. If we quote you and say, uh, <laughs> uh, not the good with this, milk. <laughs> that's okay, right? A tribute to you? Would you I say that's your okay? Question. Yeah. Oh, my God. The feed brings up good, good point, if we just say feed, question. Feed point. Feed good point, feed. Uh, what? Is Go there ahead. any penalty? <laughs> any penalty mm-hmm. if you fail? Uh, you know, I was wondering the same thing, and yes, I, I think that we have to give you back the lunch that you've provided for our oh my victory God. No, last year. it's 20 days of lunch! Okay, we have to give back one of the 20 days, because it's like one it. day we're doing. So we I have to give like you it. back one of the diet milkshakes you provided. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, it's hard, it'd be hard to give that up. Uh, but I'm willing to. Is it surprising ahead. that he actually brought a milk product? Because uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, when he eats cookies, a lot of times he'd like it accompanied. You know, because of this, Stu, milk. <laughs> oh, I don't know how we're going to get through this tomorrow. I don't either. I, I don't either. This is going to be horrible. You know, it's like we have a heroin addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffy, what do you think? Is it, it like is? that? Is it, it like is. that? Because you know, because you're on it. Uh-huh. It is? It, it might even be, this might be the most powerful addiction ever on our planet. We have an addiction the, to the truth, Matt. Yes, an addiction to the truth about Jeffy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 888-727-BECK. So that's tomorrow is the insult Jeffy free day all day long. All right, and if not, we have to return one of his stupid milkshakes that he provided. Uh, oh wow! Wow! Because if it's if that's really the penalty, it's severe. It might, it might be a little too severe. Uh, I'm very worried, but uh, we'll see. All right, our friends at My Patriot Supply have your back. Yeah. If you're trying to get prepared, or you've been thinking about getting prepared, and you keep hearing us talk about it, you think, yeah, it'd be a really good idea, and I need to do that. Stop thinking about it and do it. Yeah, do it. Get it over with. Uh, Four-week emergency food supply is only $99. Now, you might be one of these people that say, hey, this food's really good, but you know what would go really well with it? Uh, milk. Hey, no, be good with that. Uh, milk. 
Do they have that powder? I, think they I don't know. We have to ask know. them. We'll have to ask um, them. Now, this food is going to last for 25 years, even mm-hmm. a year after being opened. Don't wait until nice. disaster strikes uh, to get prepared. We, we, you know, we tell you about this stuff all the time, and it's important to actually get done. Um, and I don't know. Do they have cookies? Because if they have... You not be good with cookies. Uh, milk. <laughs> uh, call them today and find out uh, if they have... Uh, milk. Triple eight. 411-5290. Limit two per caller. Again, <laughs> online at preparewiththeblaze.com, or you can call them at 888-411-5290. Ah! Hey, milk! Hey. Back it's Pat and Stu. Uh, more than 20,000 people have signed a petition calling on the iconic West Coast fast food chain in and out You know, and there are people, mostly Californians, who absolutely, obsessively swear by In-N-Out Burger. Yes. And I don't, I don't get it. I, I've they, they opened really? one here in Las Colinas, or it's yeah, in it's right up the road. My, just, my wife. I don't think it's that great. My wife's. I think it's uh, that, do you one like of her it? Gr- one of her girlfriends. Not really. Yeah, it's not that great. I mean, my wife's girlfriend raves about it. Raves. And, and then when you say yes, she's from California. Yeah. See? It is a big California thing. So and, and, it is. And, and just also, like Texans rave about Whataburger. And both. Like, and Whataburger. And please, I go there and stop. it's like, eh, yeah. it's all right. Nasty. It's okay. It's like everywhere else. I mean, I like both of them uh, for their own, like. uh, But they're not as good as your grilled cheese, though. Oh, damn! Like when you go to when you go to a gourmet burger place, like a I don't know, like a Twisted Root, and they have you know, I mean, fresh beef patties and big thick ones, and they'll cook it to order, and you know, it's so different. I mean, it's so much better than like these chains like In and Out. And whatever. Well, I mean, it's also three times as much too, right? It's like, like eight dollar burgers and nine dollar burgers. Yeah, but you get what you pay for. Yeah, exactly. Right? But it's a different genre of restaurant, basically, right? Like it's like yeah. a, mom and their three kids aren't going to go to Twisted Root for lunch. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Twisted Twisted Root. Mm. I don't know if they're those aren't really a, a no. I think country. it's a Texas thing. Um, but they're really freaking good. Good really burger good. place. Um, really good. Uh, but, but it's not a fast food. Shake Shack place. is more like an In and Out. And their burgers are oh, yeah, far yeah. better. Yeah, far better. Uh, now, uh, the grilled cheese they have at uh, at uh, you've raved about the holy crap In and Out burger cheeseburger because it's off menu. It's or an off menu, right? and that's one of the things I think is the charm behind it. In- yeah, they, In-N-Out, yeah. In that they had the off menu stuff, so they have like four legitimately like four things on their menu. It's like hamburger, cheeseburger, fries, drinks. It's like legitimately anything. The only thing on the menu. But if you go in there and you say, I'd like a double, triple, triple, double animal style, they'll do something for you. And you're supposed to know what that is. Uh, like, like uh, if you say, like, fries, animal style. And how are you supposed to know to do that if it's not on the it's menu? Because you're an in and out insider. Right. I think uh, it became a cult thing because of that. Like so it pe- spreads word of mouth. And it, and it helped spread their word of mouth. Uh, it is. I, I, I like it. I will mm. say I'm not as crazy about the fries. Uh, as I am, like, their fries aren't as good as some other places' fries to me. You're going to love this, though. Okay. Because these 20,000 people have signed a petition to add the veggie burger 
this lovely. Look at that. Yes. Nothing looks more delicious than a green slab Boy, of stuff. you're telling me, Pat. Stuff. You're Ick. telling me. Ick. I, I, you know something, Pat? Milk couldn't even save that. <laughs> you know, not good. even save that. Good with that. No, don't do it. Mm, milk. No. No, milk would not go good with no, that. No, it wouldn't. I can't save that. It wouldn't. Uh, I, uh, I was, uh, I, I was, uh, I, someone asked, what was so funny? I'm like, I can't, I can't do it again. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I can't tell you because I will start thinking about it. Um, I am a full, uh, full-fledged supporter, of course, uh, of this, uh, particular of the veggie initiative. burger. Yeah. Uh, yes. Have you had theirs? Uh, no, I didn't even know they ha- existed. It, it, is this why they're asking? Yeah. I think it's off menu. It's like one of those things, like you said, about no. the grilled cheese, maybe. And, and now they're trying to get them to put on the. The veggie burger. No, it says, it says it's fans. Uh, it's letting its fans down by failing to serve oh, okay. a hearty and healthy meat-free option, which is, by the way, uh, that's not healthy. what they do. Why are you a fan of the place? I don't know. If that's what you want, what are right. you talking right. about? Now, I like the idea that I can get something that I can eat. However, a they shouldn't be forced to. Obviously, b right. they have mm. a. Uh, now, it's not a vegan option because it's cheese on it. Um, so I don't know if that. Uh, uh, but they do have the grilled cheese, which is freaking awesome, and it's very hearty. It ain't healthy, but it's hearty. Well, I, you know, if... You're going to freaking fast food place. You don't go to Burger King for vegetarian fare, Uh, right? They do have. I'm sure they they might provide something, but that's just stupid. But, I mean, you're certainly... Forget even the vegetarian thing. Because a lot of things... You can eat food at almost any restaurant that's vegetarian. I mean, like, almost any place has a salad. Most places have... You know, every fast food place has fries, Mm -hmm. uh, onion rings, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but the last thing in the world you're going there for is something healthy, <laughs> right? Eight. Now, yeah. I like the and idea that, you know, like McDonald's has a bunch of crazy breakfast options, and then they have like an egg white sandwich, which is just moderately healthy. Which is fine. I like it. I like you know. that it's an option there. And but if the company decides, hey, we're going to try to attract a new crowd, right. yeah, it makes sense. You know, but- it, yeah, and, and like with this, real quick on the salads, it's, it, it is, and it's not about Jeffy. They're not trying to bring Jeffy in because maybe Jeffy will like the salads. What they're trying to do is say, okay, if we can get Jeffy in for the 18 quarter pounders he normally orders, and then his wife will come with him and order a salad. Right, yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. 18, that was very nice of you. You're, so you're preparing for tomorrow? That was almost a compliment. By saying 18. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> it was very nice. It was nice. And the only reason I said 18 is because He that's, called you almost slim. Well, not slim, but not as fat as, well, you know, you really are. <laughs> The point is, I just know he can only say the number 18. So I just assume that's that's how many he orders. He orders them in batches of 18 to be more precise. Well, they give him 18 and then he says it again. (laughs) So he gets 36, but he doesn't know how to say 36. And then he can say, Milk! And then, you know, he gets his normal order. Uh, is, are 18 quarter pounders better with milk, Jeffy, would you say? Is that... I, can't, I don't know no, why, don't, why don't you do tell it. me, Pat. <laughs> no, don't. No, don't. Don't tell me. Okay. Uh, uh, this yes. is interesting, though, because one of the, one of the uh, comments on the petition was, as a vegetarian myself, this is a stupid petition. <laughs> why, as a vegan, would you want to support a company that slaughters cows by the thousands? <laughs> Good point. Thank you. I mean, that's a good point. 
This absolutely is the most incredibly stupid thing I've heard in a while. And there is a lot of stupid going around. In and out, please do not change anything for these morons. If you do not want a burger, do not go to a burger stand. And that's kind of what I was saying. But. I will say this, because uh, Burger King does have the BK Veggie, which is... Uh, um, they also have uh, things how many like... People, how many people order that? I mean, it must be enough to keep them doing it. I don't think it's enough, honestly. You don't think so? I, I, think, they, I think they do it as sort of a... We'll get people in the door with, you know, like the vegetarian can come along. Like if you're with a vegetarian, they can come to the place. Right. I think it's like that type of thing. And that and, does and, make sense. Actually. And also, you freeze a veggie burger. You could sit the freaking container. You know, the, it's one box in your freezer for a year. Right. Like, I mean, I'm sure it's not that bad. That's probably true. Right? But I mean, you know, you heat it. It's not like it's a it's an item like, uh, um, yeah. you know, uh, something that's fresh. Because what's it made of? Uh, it's a lot. Of, it usually tofu? it depends. Um, so, and not usually. There's sometimes sometimes there's tofu. There's a lot of rice and grains and soy. Um, it's some soy, soy. Um, which yeah. is obviously tofu. And there's that other stuff. Uh, the um, meat uh, substitute. There's what a bunch of them. Uh, seitan? Yes. yes seitan. Well, seitan is yes. the best one to That's what you turned uh, me on to okay. in Orlando <laughs> when we went to Poor that uh, vegan place. Poor Pat. I, yeah. You liked it. it was I, liked, I did like yeah. it. It was pretty good. Um, but yeah, some of them, they, and that's like more like, you have to go to a vegetarian restaurant to find that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it, most people will do like, a, like the BK Veggie is a garden burger um, uh, that's a, a Morningstar Farms yeah. burger. Like it's a, mm. a name brand. You can get it in your freezer section burger, um, and they just they cook it up for you. But I mean, I, I gotta say, it's a nice option to have, and they're the only yeah. place that really does it. Yeah. Um, so, but again, I, so I will choose Burger King over other places. So McDonald's often. doesn't have that. No. No. They, they used to have a, a veggie burger, which was not good. It was a long time as ago. As much as they're caving in to I'm politically correct well, interests. I mean, that makes more sense of why some of the places still have that on there now. It's just part of the cave. Right, leave us alone. Yes, we have this. Yeah, we have this. Leave and, us alone. And, I, and honestly, like, I, I'm fine with that. I don't care. I mean, I, I like the yeah. fact that they're doing it. They don't have to. Um, I would never, you know, want to sign a petition to force them to do it. Um, so, but, uh, you know, McDonald's, by the way, does it with the breakfast, though. They have all the breakfast right. options all day. So I can get, you know, egg <clears throat> muffins, uh, uh, you know, like for dinner, which is delicious. So I want to be clear. <laughs> and, and altered. I'm the bad guy, but you guys are eating something entitled seitan. Is that right? Uh, I, I, not, I ate something called that once. Once. <laughs> once. Um, it's different okay. than your nickname, which is pronounced differently. <laughs> okay. I was just checking. All right. Thank you for checking. More patents, too, coming up in a minute. Say 10. You know what we need to do is bring back that guy who did the uh, If Meat Eaters Acted Like Vegans. Yes. We need to do that oh, again because yeah. that, that's, that's great stuff. Because World Vegetarian Day is October 1st. Ah, Excited? Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. You got your best. It's bad, too. Glad to see you again. These are kind of fun. Some uh, mental floss from mental floss and curious remedies from the age of uh, patent medicine. These are curious quack remedies, mm-hmm. for instance. Uh, things that probably may or may not work today. Okay. May or not be employed today. Give me, like, a legal disclaimer here. Yeah. Yes. Try these I, I'm saying don't necessarily try them at, at home without the supervision of your doctor. Because your doctor might want to do it himself. Um, like, he might want to bleed you. 
Yeah, it used to bleed people. Uh, the consumption of blood is not itself an oddity, and, and it became part of the tonic offerings in patent medicine through manufacturers like the uh, Bovenine Company in Chicago. Truly unsettling 1890 ad for Bovenine. Shows a woman with her eyes closed, a small glass of red liquid beside her. Oh, this isn't bleeding, but this is bleeding the blood for the remedy. To drink, yeah. Drink. Ick. Mm. Uh, and it said words, look on, look on me in my lassitude reclining, my nerveless body languid, pale and lean. Now hold me up to where the light is shining and the mark magic power of bovine. I would say bovanine. Bovanine. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so what is it? So can you drink the blood? Is it blood? It's a yes, mix of yes. beef, blood, blistered, and sodium chloride. So you would love this remedy. Yeah, Jeffy, which one's uh, which one's better, the beef blood or the sodium? Or I like the beef blood. They always try to pawn off a little sheep blood. <laughs> it's almost like somebody putting uh, Hans ketchup in a Heinz ketchup bottle. Oh, this is a I, right. So, and then what they what they used to do back then is they'd put sheep blood in beef blood. <laughs> as if he knows. As <laughs> if. Now, tomorrow, he can't do that for a right. Well, you have to be neutral, Jeffy, too. I don't do any, anything of the sort. It's your day. No, it's your day. We're doing it for you. Another uh, delicious uh, medicine. You know, the blood thing I don't get, like the blood pie. Have you ever heard of blood pie? Yeah. And there's uh, another thing that's made with blood pudding. Blood pudding. I mean, there's. I, I don't understand no. why anybody would want anything made of blood. I, so you're going to be surprised to hear that I am with you. <laughs> you are with me. Yes, I, I am totally on, your, on board on this analysis. Yes. Yeah, the blood thing, I don't understand. Blood wine made from blood. Yeah, all right, go ahead. Uh, blood oranges. Blood oranges. All blood. Which is not blood. Um, uh, another medicine, um, uh, arsenic. No. As medicine? Poison. Yes. Um, Yes, but patent medicines regularly incorporated arsenic, with or without the user's knowledge. Mercury and lead were also sometimes present in more toxic remedies. And arsenic and mercury would be used to treat syphilis. Jeffy. (laughs) (laughs) You can't do that. No, no, can I do that? Let let me me walk you through what I just did. Uh, Both arsenic and mercury would be used Mm -hmm. to treat syphilis. Jeffy. So I'm like, I can't get and Jeffy. And you're seeing Jeffy for what reason? have his comment. Jeffy, you're an expert in syphilis. Right. You could because you have it, and you have a lot of diseases that it are similar to each other. It was implied. I don't think so. I just well, said your no, name. because what was it you read before? You said mercury and, uh, and uh, arsenic. arsenic. So you could be asking for a comment on mercury. As long as I'm not specific to <laughs> I mean, do, are we not allowed to involve you in the show tomorrow? No, I think that... we have to. Because I think he has to be more involved in the show tomorrow than normal. Than normal, because it's his day. Because it's his day. It's his day. It's your big day, Jeffy. Yeah. You know? So tomorrow, Yay. Jeffy, you might okay. want to remember to turn on your microphone all day. Okay? <laughs> ah. Okay. Oh God. Um, <laughs> my eyes hurt. 
It's like, <laughs> oh. but were you done? Yeah, uh, I think there was more, wasn't there? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's other crap about okay. it. But, <laughs> I mean, did that not kill people when you put arsenic in there? I, I think probably it did. Depending I on the amount, think so. right? I mean, arsenic builds up in your system, so. It does, okay. Okay. Uh, however, it might also is kill it like your syphilis. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, it's like, I mean, that's what we do with cancer, right? We is kill. it like iocane powder? Can you build up an immunity to it? Or? Jeffy? Uh, See, like, give it a, a shot. Uh, was I insulting him about Ioking powder? There? No. no, I just said no, his you name. Were not. I said his did name. Did someone right. question your question? No, I'm just saying that it's the same thing I did in the previous sentence. No, I just really. said syphilis. Not really. Jeffy. Not really. Yeah, thank you. Syphilis. You implied. Jeffy. Yeah. But I said here, Ioking powder. Jeffy. So, I mean, I, you know, every I'm not allowed to ask you about anything negative for the whole day. Like if it's, you know, syphilis isn't a positive thing. I'm going to ask about it. I guarantee you that it's not a positive thing. Yeah. I promise you that. It's only negative <laughs> See, if you, you say, if you say to him, Jeffy, you've got syphilis, gonorrhea, seborrhea, psoriasis, you know, herpes, every manner of disease known to man. And they're all battling inside your body. If you don't say that, I think it's okay to ask him about a story about syphilis because you have not insulted him at that point. Jeffy, is that okay? Jeffy, what do you think? We'll have to see, won't we? Will the captions that are continually uh, shown, like the one that we just saw, genital expert, those have to be all. I I would say is genital expert bad, or is that that's neutral, right? How about like adult male would be one you could put (laughs) behind you tomorrow. A large person. No, no, I don't think you can no, say that. You can't say. No, you can't say a large person. Large is not necessarily a bad. That's thing. true, but I think it implies potentially it you're saying his. It, it does. So you'd say uh, uh, adult male. I think is okay. Um, person uh, of some intelligence. You're not necessarily calling him stupid or smart. That's that's neutral, right? I think a so. person with a brain. We assume. No. Maybe put we assume. Well, well, I mean, we can't see inside his head. We can't. We don't know. Again, it's a neutral statement. Uh, right? This is going to be hard, Pat. It's going to be hard. It I, is. I can't even find my way to it. It is. Then uh, another one of these uh, remedies, radioactive solutions, emerged in the early 20th century after radioactive decay was discovered and or identified in 1896. Uh, one of the more infamous of these was Radathor, a patent medicine with distilled radium made by self-proclaimed Dr. William Bailey, who had previously sold uh, strychnine as an aphrodisiac. Wow. Uh, Socialite and industrialist Eben Byers took Radathor following an arm injury in 1927 and continued consuming it through the 1930s. Wow. When he slowly died a grotesque death involving snapping bones and lost teeth. Holy cow. That would be a terrible way to go from radiation poisoning, and you just slowly poison yourself for 10 years. Uh, Byers' demise prompted an investigation into the drug and ultimately its removal from pharmacies, although poor Byers was already buried in a coffin due to the, uh, <laughs> in a lead coffin due to the contamination from radiation. The, uh, one, of the, one of the funny lines about him uh, was uh, a uh, Wall Street Journal article that said, the radium water worked fine until his jaw came off. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Wow. And did that really happen? Do yeah. we know? The Wall Street Journal article. Wow. Mm. Oh, wow. you mean where his jaw? Well, it talked about his bones cracking and his, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, it was probably pretty close. Yeah. Jeez, that poor guy. Um, this last one is actually something I still believe in and use all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was a medicine uh, called Dr. Pepper. <laughs> well, it's got doctor right in the title. Right. 
got doctor in the in the title, and also this is somebody <laughs> highly respected by Joe Biden, who said, <laughs> "Thank uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Pepper." Uh, Pepper. <laughs> um, the drink was created in 1885 by a Texas pharmacist named Charles uh, Al- uh, Alderton, and sold as a brain tonic. The period after Doctor was reportedly later removed during the 20th century mass marketing in order to not suggest any medicinal properties. They called it liquid sunshine. Yeah, uh, Dr. I, Pepper does not taste like liquid sunshine to me. I like Dr. Pepper. I, I like the diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah, even the diet, better, like even the Dr. Pepper than 10, the... like the Dr. Uh, diet Cherry Vanilla Dr. Pepper, yeah, yeah, it's like right, the yeah. Diet Cherry uh, Dr. Pepper. But this is a big uh, Dr. Pepper area, man. I mean, we were yeah. in Texas, yeah, it and is. it's invented uh, here, Dublin and they think Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper is it, yeah, man. Yeah. It is. Big, uh, and, and, you know, I, I'm a fan of Dr. Pepper, uh, big uh, Dr. Uh, Pepper fan, mm. which is Joe Biden. What was the context of that, Dr. Pepper I don't thing? remember. I just want to thank uh, Dr. Dr. Uh, Pepper. Pepper. <laughs> I mean, uh, P- Popper. <laughs> He's such an idiot. Such I really wish idiot. he was running. I do this too. would be a lot it more It would fun. be more fun. Because he would For be sure. making, you know, she's He would just, at least go up against Trump a little bit with he, a, you yeah, know, he a little bit of that. And he'd be he, making a mistake after mistake, he, and it'd just be fun. He, I mean, Joe Biden would be up by eight points right now. You know, she's not fun. No, right. she she is not fun. Biden right. he would be able be to take her on, or yeah. take him on in a in an aggressive way, yeah. which she can't. And also, uh, you know, he's more of an idiot than than overly corrupt. Like you know, yeah. she's just boring and corrupt. He is entertaining and awful. Yeah, uh, yes. but he's he's clearly awful. But. And he does creepy things that I don't... Yeah, know. like he'd be like fondling old women <laughs> on the campaign yes! tour. It'd be yes! awesome. <laughs> and it's not even... I don't know that he's even a sexual predator. No. He just likes to fondle uh, old women. Yeah. like And not in a sexual way. He just wants to be I by just, the old I woman and fondle them. I disagree with you that think, what, In what way? It is a sexual thing. Do you really think? Oh, yes. Because, really? I mean, the like the big biker chick and the old Absolutely. chicks he does? Absolutely. You think so? It's just his thing? You think? That's just his thing. I mean, he's got he's got that whole space issue <laughs> thing going on, but he's got he's a touchy-feely. Yeah, he yeah, he'll, I, he'll, grab, he'll grab and touch as much as you let him. Absolutely. All right. That's All interesting. Right. I mean, because, I, I mean, he's done this to... Uh, you betcha. Uh, not only uh, older women, but also, yes. uh, I would say... Uh, Younger women, uh, perhaps uh, under the age of appropriate. Uh, yeah, like eleven. <laughs> yes, but so he has it, but, but see, but he 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 does. He's been in office, in political office, long enough to know the that where that line is. So that mm. line is touch the little girl on her shoulders and whisper into so her ear. So you really, you really so think you he's like a creepy so sort can, of pervert? Yes, absolutely. No. I mean, seriously, you really believe I that? I do. Wow, no, I, 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 so. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I think he's just got space issues. Yeah. Right. I mean, I guess though the women probably don't don't care. No, right? They just yeah. want him away. Either way, get off me. More patents <laughs> right. coming up. How many times you said that in your life? Uh, many. Either now, way, tomorrow I don't think get off. I don't think tomorrow you should say that, Jeffy, about yourself. Why would I? Well, because I mean, obviously it's you know, it's a true statement from you, but you shouldn't say. Why it would I say that be, to myself? Oh, it'd be an insult if you bring it up because people will know. Hey, he's the guy that. Just thinking out how far uh, the state of Massachusetts has come from its roots, uh, where the Puritans settled the area. And uh, the state of Massachusetts had a constitution that mandated that you must belong to that religion and mandated that you must pay tithes to that church. Now it's come to the point where in Massachusetts, a satanic temple is officially opening its doors Friday. 
and it will become the organization's international headquarters. <laughs> Uh, but there's no protests. You make it an appearance, Jeffy? Nobody cares. Like a, yeah, a doing a live, live remote. I, I should be. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. The Jeff Fisher radio show should be there. They, now, they, we don't need adult male for now, by the way, guys. We can call him any name you want right now. The mm, issue is right. tomorrow it has to say. There yeah. you go. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> so I wouldn't want to. Not to put up a rape expert, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, again, I think that's honestly complimentary though, <laughs> to use tomorrow. You're saying he's an, an expert at something, something important. Yeah. I mean, obviously, maybe not the way he should be, but <laughs> I mean, we don't really specify. No. Now, Fatty McFatface is not. Won't work tomorrow. Not, see. see, that's not right. That's me. I wouldn't say it's, I mean, I would say it's accurate. Um, and, I, and honestly, it would, if you really went with the spirit of be neutral Jeffy Day, it would be okay to call him Fatty McFatface. Because... Because, because obviously he is, and it's the truth. <laughs> um, but because because of the way we're playing this, I guess uh, we're not supposed to say anything <laughs> negative about Jeffy. Well, is the truth negative? Well, I mean, can no, the truth just, dude? It just is what it is, <laughs> right? The truth is what it is. It's true. You make a good point. Needs to be more magazine-y. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that was a whole different. That was a whole different issue. Hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now, anyway, in Salem, Massachusetts, they have a live and let live uh, attitude, and they don't, they, nobody cares, apparently. Less than a mile from Gallows Hill, the notorious spot where villagers executed more than a dozen people accused of witchcraft in the 1690s, uh, the, that's where this uh, new satanic temple building will be located. Zoned is an art gallery. It will be open to the public with installations, lectures, film screenings. Nice. Uh, dating back centuries... It's been Satanism's been misunderstood by wide swaths of American society, according to uh, the head of this, Lucian Greaves. They don't worship an antichrist or any other deity. Rather, they preach independent thought and using evidence-based science as a basis for understanding the world and views, and view Satan as a literary figure representing an eternal struggle. Oh, well, shut up! That's not really Satanism, then, is it? It's like uh, no. you're agnostic or something. Right. Yes. You're an atheist. That sure sounds like it. I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, the whole thing is icky and uh, shouldn't be allowed. Seriously. What about the television show Lucifer? Let's just start it back up again. Yeah. Are you two. watching? Are you I watching am, that? I love that freaking show. I thought I was thinking it was Stu that was into it, but it's you. I love that. Of course. Show. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a show, right? Yes, and it's on. <laughs> it's been broadcast. It's uh, on new television. season. Season two started though, and uh, is it good? I love that. Show. I mean. I saw a preview or a promo or something where he's, his mom is coming for him. He yeah, thinks- well, see, he's been, what he did is he, he uh, first took a vacation and then he completely <clears throat> gave it up. But see, his dad, uh, you know, he fights with his brother, the angel. Mom, okay. Lucifer's time. I started out on vacation in Los Angeles. It's just City of Angels. You can probably get this out of our uh, system. Shut up, fatso. All right, none of that tomorrow, though. None of that tomorrow. Join us to see if it happens. We hate you, drug dealer, pervert, pervert, weirdo, fatty.